as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's not surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, what they know my name? Oh, yeah, we are back. Your favorite fantasy news show, Fantasy News Today. We're still rocking every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But get ready because we are how many days away from the season, Bogey? 13 days away, brother. Whoa. And uh, we're going to be bringing it to you right when week one is kicking off. We are going to be bringing you five days a week content Get a double dose of these isms because we're bringing them all the time. What's, what's 56 plus 13? <laughs> Let me guess. Is it 69? <laughs> we're off to a good start. All right. And he made it. He made it in the building. Flew all the way in from Texas. Our main man Peacock is in the building. <laughs> Uh, what's up guys glad to be here on uh fantasy news today appreciate you for having me let's talk some fantasy yeah i mean Iggy, first Iggy of all in the house and the videos lit hell yeah you know how we do around here yeah hell yeah man you know so we we uh shout out to uh, everybody in our production staff uh <laughs> it's funny because you know what i'm saying we're talking about us <laughs> uh, let's talk about that texas game last night Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's get that was fun. I love how people are panicking on Lance. Yeah, he didn't get a full uh, half in like Shanahan said he was. I mean, it was looking uh, it was looking ugly. You, you know what? You know what, 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 what really crossed my mind last night? I was like, dang, this was the team that played in week 17. You know what I mean? And he's also right. a rookie who is unproven. And uh, you're lucky I was busy yesterday, Bogey, because uh, as soon as I saw the Lamp stat line, I was about to hit you up. I'm like, what's up with your boy? Listen, listen. I was on the shrooms. You know what I mean? I had, I had, I had to go and look at the future. It, it, it's all right, bro. But we don't have to worry. Because uh, So, I mean, his stat line, for everyone who doesn't know, and he's going to be the starter. We already know that. So, of course – they're not going to have him out there fucking three quarters of the game. I mean, he wasn't, what was he out there for a quarter? If that, it was like a, a, a quarter, quarter and a half. half. Yeah. Like a quarter and three quarters of a quarter. <laughs> so, uh, 63.6% on the completion percentage, seven, seven, 11, seven, four, 11, not too shabby. Uh, only took one sack and he better not be taking any sacks with those legs that he's got and, uh, 49 yards. So, I mean, that was really, you know, Seven completions for 49 yards. I mean, that's not, you know, too good. I mean, D Davis Mills, his his stat line wasn't too different uh, on, on that other end, too. 
I'm six for ten for fifty-eight, but he did yeah. have a TD, also an INT two set. Here, here's one thing I like is that like okay, he made a he, he there was one where he was rolling out to his right and uh and he just he, he just missed IUK. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it was a Rolling, nice wait, 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 rolling out to his right and he missed IUK. Yep. So that, I don't give passes for rolling big, out to the right. You roll out to the left, you know, maybe oh, we can give you, know, you a I'm pass. I'm sorry, I'm dyslexic. I'm yeah, he was definitely rolling out to his left. You know okay, I mean? all right, all right. I'll give him that. But then there was another one, Debo, he, he gets a step on a DB and and he he throws short. Yeah, he threw right short. Oh, he was yeah, Lance was rolling and he threw that like an ugly ball, like two, that's three yards short. That's the yeah. one. That's the one. Emil said, Emil's laughing and said, Lance didn't look too good. And I didn't get a chance to watch the game yesterday. I'm going to watch, uh, I'm going to watch that a little later. You this week. If you're, if you're the Texans, you got a real serious coach. This is a good organ. This, this, this is uh, going to be a, a revamped organization because they got good. They got pedigree uh, as far as Lovey Smith and all them, right? Yo, they prepared for this game, bro. They probably, you know what their film was? The week seventeen game against Lance, where he's yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that could be true. Yeah, I think Lance they beat they got him. I think it was twenty three to seven when they beat the the Texans last year. It was kind of a stalemate game most of the first half, and then the third quarter, Lance kind of came out and and broke open the Desmond King. Desmond King, he 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 uh, pick uh who did he pick off? Sudfield last night. Yeah, he picked off Sudfield. Right, check this. He picked off one of the the QBs. Uh, so hold on, so hold on. Okay. Lance last time in so, week seventeen. So I didn't see it, but Rasta, what up, bro? He said, uh, "Yeah, I think he was throwing it away. No reason to get IU Kurt. No reason for him to run." Oh, okay. See, there's that. Listen, I'll listen. I'm all, I was on mushrooms, and then I even watched the recap, and then I'll keep her on the mushrooms by this time. So I, I should have watched it this morning, actually. Probably and, why I even brought it up, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Because everybody this morning, everything I was reading, everyone was like panicking on Lance. I'm like, I didn't see him that bad. Yeah. No, like like I said, uh, he also had a, a makeshift offensive line in front of him last night. I think he had maybe one projected offensive lineman starting or starter that was yeah. in that group. Uh, no, Elijah Mitchell obviously was hurt, uh, but the run game didn't look good, and that's probably because of the O line, and and that's probably also why Lance didn't have a lot of time to throw the ball or make many completions uh, yesterday. So. When Trey um, Sermon is the best uh, rusher on your team, I, I mean, it's not going to be a good day. Well, he was—he was the only rusher though, and he looked—he looks bad. He's on the bubble. That's why they keep giving him all the work. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the Texans. I was going to say the Texans' time. front defensive front looked really uh, stout. Um, I don't know if that was you know a credit to them or the the makeshift offensive line that that uh, San Francisco threw out there yesterday, but it looked really good. Let, let me see how Lovey Smith knew how to attack us because he. I'm telling you, the week 17 that's fresh in them. What was their last game of the year? Week 18. You know what yeah, I mean? the, the following week they uh, they beat the Titans. I think if I'm not mistaken. I don't really remember. <laughs> it was the last game of the year. I just wanted to get drunk. Man, hey, where, I, I think, what are they giving the Texans? Four and a half? Or are they giving them five? Because they're giving them four and a half again. I think they get five wins. I'm taking that under, baby. I'm taking that under. <laughs> <laughs> they played the Jaguars twice, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> but I mean, I'm a realist. I, I, I'm just going to assume a split because Jaguars are a little bit better. 
the Jaguars have not beaten the Texans in like I don't know since that like in five years or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But last year was a way different Jaguars, and really the last handful of years. Hey, well, last year it was a way different Texans team too. We got a whole new head coach and the same thing. I mean, everybody look, you can shit on the Texans all you want, bro, and and anybody can. I mean, you can say Damian Pierce ain't no thing. Four games. I'm giving them four games. I just don't want them to get the fifth one. I I will bet you two hundred dollars. I'll take the five, and you can have the four, and we can roll that way. <laughs> I'll take the over. I'll take the over all day. Five games out of seventeen, bro. That's that's easy money for me. It's or, a long season. Or it could be very, very easy money for me and very stressful for you. No, no, no. It, it, look, both ways. Texas <laughs> play week eighteen because oh, I don't know. That team's locked up. Yeah, the team, yeah, hold on. Dude, and, and that's how they that's how they beat the Titans last year, I think. The Titans right. were like, oh, yeah, you know, we're no problem. We're going in, and then the Texans just boat raced them. Uh, they play the Colts in week 18. Well, there you go. Easy win for the Texans. <laughs> Colts don't have nothing to play for if they're going to win the division and, and make the playoffs, right. right? I'm going to read off the Texans schedule, and Peacock, I want you to hold up a finger. Like for each one that you think is a win. Okay, okay. Even if it's friend, just no, 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 no. I, I mean, uh, if I hesitate, then that's probably going to have me thinking they might win the game. Okay. All right. So starts off week one. Colts. I'll be real. Loss. Broncos. Loss. Ba- Bears. Win. Chargers. Ooh, I'll give them the loss. Jaguars. Win. Raiders. Mm, I'll I'll take them beating the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, Titans. Okay, they'll lose. Eagles. Nah, fuck you. Beat them. No, they'll lose to the Eagles. Right now, I have them with three games. Giants. Win. Whooping their ass. Commanders. Whooping their Win. ass. Dolphins. Fuck them mm. up. Nah, they'll lose. I'll say that till they, they lose. Browns. Win. Cowboys. They'll, they'll lose to the Cowboys this year. Chiefs. Ooh, they'll lose. Cowboys are reverse jinx. I'll, I'll say they'll lose both games to the Titans. Jaguars. Win again. Colts. And last game of the season, lose. That's six. And that's because I gave them, I gave them losses where I think that they could win a couple of those also. If they're going to smash the over that easily, shouldn't I get like better odds for taking the bad part of this bet? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do that. I don't do that. <laughs> All right. But uh, before we keep going, shout out to the 420 crew. Check out this fire. I got some fire-ass Cheech and Chong weed from uh, Redwoods Cultivation. And, uh, man, they're, they're sativa. It's called the Love Machine. And every time I just hear the song in my head that I see this, it's the Love Machine. <laughs> yeah. Love that jam. And it's like some fire. Ooh, yeah. I don't know the exact genetics, but it's like it's some fire-ass jack, like, for sure, because it's got oh, that nice. smell. And they probably knew the actual Jack Herrera. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? Um, I, 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 I forgot, man, I told, I totally glossed over, man. How was it meeting the goat? <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, got to talk to Tommy Chong and uh, got to smoke with him a little bit. It was fucking awesome. Like uh, he's so oh, out of it. He's so out of it. You know, like <laughs> he's old as fuck now. But like. When he starts telling his stories, because he got um, a Lifetime Achievement Award at uh, at this conference, and uh, he was going into stories like talking about when he went to jail for the bongs and all that, you know, back in 2003 or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was so funny because like the, 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 it was really just me walking with him for like a couple minutes. And like, I got to talk to him while everyone else was kind of just in front of us. 
And um, he was like, uh, where's our room key? I don't want, we can't go into the wrong room. And I was like, yeah, you can't be like in next movie, stumble upon those swingers in the wrong room. And he started cracking the fuck up. That's right. Hey, you, it's so crazy when I saw the picture because, you know, in my mind, Chong is, oh, he's all tall. I forget he's even four now. He's like, you know, they, yeah. sh they shrink up, you know what I mean? For sure. But he's awesome. Like, <laughs> I was so overjoyed that you met him. You know what I mean? That's how much I love Chong. Like we literally just did that podcast. Yeah, like a month, like a month or so or something ago. Yeah, he, he was the he was the squirrel master and he was the the video guy in that '70s show. I forget Want his some nasty video. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he's he's been a great staple. Of, you know, just in my life growing up. And man, the teacher. I'll Chong. be back. Fruit. <laughs> everyone, everyone was in awe of him like so at the actual like award show like luckily i got to meet him and talk to him when he was like getting to the hotel and stuff because like when he actually got to the fucking you know the award show like yeah everyone was mobbing him like i mean we were i mean we were associated with the press company uh cannabis now who was kind of you know handling everything for him arrangement wise so we were just like literally right outside of the bubble of where he was and it was just you know like man everyone wants to get the picture the the other five award winners got assigned tommy john tommy chong jerome baker bong like oh, i should fire ass case and like dope ass bong and uh and shout out to uh to trust capital and cannabis now because i got a dope vip goodie bag and it came with a new jerome baker bong in it and uh so fire like on the back it's got the weed leaf it's got the jbd like man i need some new glassware now that i see that <laughs> yeah. yeah we're trying to ink in a deal for me to start working with jerome baker so we can get these things uh you know shipped out all over the country because uh nice. I, I mean definitely some of the best glass some of the best glass blowers and so fucking dope because like they'll, they'll just go to these shows and they'll bring their whole setup and just blow glass yeah. in front of people and it's a fucking spectacle. Yeah, it is. I seen that shit live. I was actually in Venice. I saw the Venetian glass blowers in Italy do that shit. Amazing, man. It was crazy. The funny thing that I remember from that trip though, those guys were doing that shit and some guy was coming down. This is like early 2000s. So he had kind of like a bulky video camera and the building on the inside, it's all historical and falling apart almost. And this motherfucker trips coming down the stairs. And like he puts his elbow to like brace himself against the wall and he like takes off like half of the like the wall starts crumbling and shit. And he falls and his video camera goes like in four different places. Oh. This is like 2004 and me and my buddy were just like trying not to laugh like holy shit that was hilarious. Hey I would have been the guy yelling shit loud because <laughs> I'm, it's 2004 and I'm on Molly in Vegas. <laughs> oh, yeah man. we were pretty fucked up. We, we drank wine like crazy. Last night was fucking, I mean, some parts were just hilarious. Like, uh, I mean, we showed Bogey this, like, this James Brown, like, tribute band. Yeah. He was oh, getting I... down. He was fucking getting down. Yeah. Hold on. Don't, out, don't disrespect that man. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, too. <laughs> and, uh, man, and it, it was so funny. Like, we go out to Fremont Street. We're going looking for a place to eat. And there's, uh, you know, they got uh, – all the, I mean, the street entertainers, whatever the fuck you want to call it, really just people who go set up shop and they do whatever the fuck they're doing. This yeah. one girl was, uh, she was getting tips for vodka, 
that was the thing that that she was doing and she was dancing and she just kept going in circles and like it was like a lot of circles and i was just like turned back like as we walked past <laughs> and she just ate shit <laughs> <laughs> oh shit way too many circles for someone who is fucking dancing for vodka i mean like i would i would have been like give me 30 circles and I'll give you $2. Two, two years ago, I took a whole bunch of shots at a, at a live draft, the same draft that I'm going to be at tomorrow. And my wife was DD. So I was like, oh, cool, man. I'm going to just fucking drink it up. And my buddies were like, here, like, boom, back. Everybody was just, before you know it, man, I couldn't walk to my car, man. Literally, two, two of my friends, my league mates, like, okay. And then, like, I'm two feet away from my car. And they're like, you're good, man. Get it. And they let me go. And boom, I fall. <laughs> I was like, I can't even stand up. My wife left me. Uh, she rolled down the windows in the truck and just let me sleep in the truck. I was like, fuck it. You know what's crazy is there's always somebody in my circles that have been, you know, been back in the, you know, allegedly, not me, but either. But like, you know what I mean? Somebody will wake somebody up in those instances. You know what I mean? Like, here, whoop, you're right back. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because I'm, I'm sure I thought I was fine at the time because I don't remember this shit, right? But I'm sure I was like, oh, I got it. You know. It's once, you lose the, right up. You know what I mean? it's once you lose the sense of balance. So like when people are helping you and everything, everything's good. When when that, that help is not there, when that crutch is not there, hey, like the world hey, look, just I go got wrong. A real life story. I got a real life story and I didn't agree to this, right? But like I had the homie, it was his bachelor party and we're, it's like the suit night. You know, the night that we're all suited. You know what I'm saying? And this fool is partied out like from the day so he's on the bed in in the fucking like i'm like where's he at and he's out he's, you know, we got the big old penthouse or whatever he's in one of the rooms he's just laid out and i'm like hey right here drink some water and shit and like i i'm, I'm leaving the room with a cup and here's the other homie he's like what is that what's going on i'm like oh he's he wants some more water and shit don't worry i'm gonna revive him he's like here i'll give him the water and he comes back, he's laughing. Hey, I put Molly in his water. <laughs> but this fool must have, like, he arose from the dead. Like, wow, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all hear that music? <laughs> like, I don't, but yeah, let's go. You know what I mean? Brought him right back to life. See, if you did that to a woman, that's like, that's, you know, that's federal, bruh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah this is sure. the homie. You gotta bring him back. <laughs> his life that night. You know what I mean? And Derek, shout out to Derek. Said, love you guys' stories. Real talk, 100. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you, Derek. Yeah, I know. It was funny because I'm going to that draft again tomorrow, right? With one of my buddies. We're going to carpool. And the wife's like, you know the drill. Like, don't fucking take shots. <laughs> I was about to say, you got to turn it all the way up. Show them that you can't take the shots. Like, hey, what the? <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was one thing that I was avoiding this entire time. Um, I mean, I was, I mean, you know, everyone's socially drinking, and man, you know, I'm hanging around with nothing but ballers. So I mean, I didn't pay for anything, you know, the entire yeah. time. No one would even let me, you know. Oh. And uh, yeah, there's times where people are fighting for the bill to be the one to <laughs> to drop the to drop the dough on the bill. <laughs> That's so awesome. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! Like it's all it's all it's it's all fucking love and like man, that's what's dope is like. Yeah. Uh, Everyone is like super humble, you know, and like these are probably the people that are that are successful. Yeah, you know, you know, there's a certain stigma that like anyone that used to run those commercials about the weed and shit, they're stupid as fuck because 
You know what I'm saying? Like the, the man, the greatest G. I trust my doctor if he smoked. My doctor's name was Dr. Masada. He was a Japanese cat from Hawaii. I, I was like, oh, yeah, word. <laughs> I mean, that was my childhood doctor. I was like, yep, he got it right. He was always high, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, and you know what? And you know what we got an invite to? You know about Guild, right? Guild Extracts? Yeah, that's the one in Santa Rosa. Uh, I mean, they're all over. Oh, the no, 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 my bad, my bad. I was just trying to jump to the next one that I can go to. I'm like, yeah, yes. that, that's the, the no, that's, <laughs> the, that's, the, that's I'm the, like, when I meet Hess, by the time I meet Hess, it's like I'm meeting one of the weed celebrities, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, oh, like yeah. I'm not even like I mean, it is meeting one of the guys, you know what I mean. Yeah, what shout out to Hess. I just started following him on the socials, so we're we're yeah, connected. <laughs> and like one, like Hess is like a celebrity to all these people. Like, like I mean, I, I have to make sure to tell him because he's like, <laughs> you know, he's so humble that he's like, is that the way that it is? And like, bro, you don't hear fucking like, like because I'm hanging with him, people want to tell me the stories about him or like how legitimate he is or like shit that he's done to help other people, like help them and like. Yeah, yeah, just super fucking dope. Like, he is the celebrity amongst uh, all the fucking, you know, these weed and industry he, shows. He's, a new, he's one of those those two, three, second, uh, a second and third lease on life type of individuals that never took it for granted, just kept reflipping re it. You know what I mean? Re yeah. And he's, man, he just seems to be that guy that's touching everybody on his path and blessing them the same. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah, that, that, shit, that shit had me joyful. Like, in the month, like, I was on the shrooms last night, like, Damn, that's so tight. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm seeing them. I'm, I'm like living it with y'all. And I said, and I, you know, I always have, a, I have a famous Bogart saying, and I tell this to my kids all the time when they say, oh, I wish I could this or wish I could that. I go, you know what? Wishes for suckers. <laughs> I always say that because it is though. Don't wish for it, work for it. You know what I mean? And well, like, the first thing you wish I wish I, but, but the last time I was like, I wish I was there. I was on a shrooms like that. <laughs> They're doing well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, instead of I wish I was there, next time I'm going to be there. You know, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. I was under, well, because here's the thing, too, is like, it's next year, too. Like, once we, it, it's really just what getting this house, bro. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till this house is built, bro. And we in this thing. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm tired of paying someone else's rent. <laughs> you give me money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fucking, uh, yeah, everything about the last couple of days has been fucking epic. And uh, so Guild F Extracts, they're the ones who the THCA crystalline and, you know, diamonds, all that shit. Like, they have the patents on all that shit, you know. And uh, so they do yacht parties, he said, once a week. And uh, they're at the Richmond Bay, he said now. In Richmond, Cali? Yeah. Yeah, and you know Richmond's one of like the most shooterish places, bro. But then on the other side, it's hella uppity, and they got yachts and shit. Oh yeah, I mean, every okay, time I hear go. Richmond, Rich, Hold what? On. listen, I'm I'm like a stone's throw from Richmond. You know what I mean, I'm there, bro. Hop skipping it, to, and and they got San Jose Airport. Y'all's gonna fly in. You know what I mean? I mean, he said anytime. Uh, he said anytime we want to come to the yacht party, we are welcome. <laughs> Gotta get my ass to California. <laughs> and he said that uh, they have like big ass brands, you know, that are coming and they're setting up shit. And like most of the time, it's all and about. We just go out on the bay, bro. Stroll on the bay, go to the Bay Bridge, come back. What's a U turn? When you do that, it'll take like four or five hours. So it's like you just chilling, partying. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. So yeah, he's the shit. <coughs> they got fire ass uh, dabs. <coughs> and it's like. They, they, it doesn't even look like dabs. Like they're all about like they can extract the the crystals and the terpenes. Like all this crazy. Well, like how do, how do they get it on the nail? Do they have a different process? 
<coughs> well, I mean, on the nail, I mean, more more of the time because it's not sticky. You know, the the crystal part of it, yeah. the THCA. So really, you got to get some kind of scoop, you know, or something like that. Okay. But what they do, like when I met them originally at the cannabis cup, and I even told them about this. I was like, man, like I was like literally standing behind you when you're breaking down what you guys have, and I was like in awe because I like never heard of this shit before. And then this is that guy. This is that guy. So this is the universe. Nine years later, nine fucking years later, wow, <laughs> I'm actually calling. <laughs> and uh, super fucking dope. I bet you he remembered that too. <clears throat> he may have. I'm sure he. Uh, I'm sure he uh, gave a lot of people that well, breakdown. You know, a lot of weed heads. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's not a safe bet to be like. I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember a lot of shit. <laughs> I remember weed heads, man. Don't remember the extraction formula, but they might not remember what happened in 2000. The TH the THCA crystals are so fucking pure that it tastes like nothing. And so, like to liven yeah, it up. Yeah, you add the terpenes to it, so you actually get the taste. So they're extracting the best terpenes, you know, from the best weed, and then mixing that up with like these pure THC crystals. It's like 99.997% THC. That shit's crazy, man. <laughs> and like so 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 it just so it just it just goes. Oh yeah. See, I never, I, I never, I, I never, uh, I never dabbed that shit. Like I, I, I'm, I'm friend. I've had to, I, we used to do snow cones. I've had some, I've, I've had some, uh, some diamond, some diamond bullshit. But you know, you have the motherfucking. I have some whatever wax, and I roll it in it. You know what I mean? It's right. Snow cones and shit, and it just. Yeah. See, like what I would do is I'd always have some live resin, and I'd like take a tiny little crystal piece. You know, and then mix it up with some live resin, just like coat that whole thing, and it's just like, whoo, like to the moon. Nice. <laughs> hey, for people that don't know what we're talking about, we must sound like dope. <laughs> fucking Greek to them. And look, yeah, right now, it's like, oh hell no, nah, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, that's when that you're in there with the science. You got to wear a white coat when you go into the room. Like, listen, this right here, ninety nine point nine nine two seven. Period. Same to you, scientist. <laughs> <laughs> just stay yeah. here and just sweep all this shit up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna transition us real quick. This is something that we forgot to mention on the Wednesday show. That Brady, that whole thing with the Brady going, like he would have been with the Raiders. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And real quick, hold on. Let me get Derek's comment. He said, "I need to get to Cali too. Never been. I've been all over, but never hit Cali." Well, if it's just about the weed, just come to Vegas because uh, now, I mean, as legal as it is, and yeah. then uh, I can show you around. That's also true. <laughs> It's probably a cheaper flight than certain places in Cali. Also. I was just about to say, it's cheaper to go to Vegas for Shelly because... Hell yeah, man. Like, like, I think certain times, right? But like when it's not in season, which will be pretty soon, uh, once summer's over, that my flights are like 50 bucks to Vegas. Especially if you catch a late one or a super early one. Yeah. Like, you, you know. Hey, look, it, we got to do it. We got to do a random Vegas one, like maybe a Sunday one uh, uh, this season. Hell yeah, man. I'm down. <laughs> I got I to gotta, I gotta look for some tickets for a game out there, but I don't know the prices on how. Dude, all right. All right. Okay. I've already been talking about the Raiders Chiefs week 18 because fantasy football's over week 18 and uh, the last game of the season, first week of January. Okay. Well, yeah. There's also the week before that on New Year's is the Niners Raiders. So like hella people that I know is already trying to go, but it's like it's so expensive right now. That, that's gonna be a fucking super premium game, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't want to 
And hell, give me the cheap seats. <laughs> the people that don't give a fuck about that game that way I can make it. <laughs> because when you go to a Niner Raider game, you can die. <laughs> and we'll fuck and, and just New Year's Eve, like fuck, that's gonna be so expensive. It's gonna be insane. You know what's funny? You know what's crazy about Vegas is like, you know, Vegas is going, is going, and, and you know what I'm saying? But you, no like, way. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Mark Anthony said, uh, Vegas, baby. Southwest Mountain's Edge in the house. That's literally where I live. What? <laughs> oh, shit. You <laughs> said that out loud, B. Hey, I mean, <laughs> nobody outside. I mean, it's a whole huge-ass area. I know. It's like a whole community. Yeah, I'm Every, sure. Everything that's west. I'm outside the, right now. West, yeah. <laughs> West of the 15 is like everything Mountain's Edge. And so, like, no yeah. one even goes west of the 15 because everything's so far. Come to my side, that's forbidden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, but look at, look, you know what I'm saying? Hit me, hit me though. I got it out here. <laughs> Everywhere that I live here is south side. It's south of something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold true. on, hold on. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> I'm literally like on the southernmost part of the United States, I think. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but the only reason I wanted to bring this up with the Brady thing, though, bring it up. When he talks about, he's on the shop, and when he was saying this, you know, this motherfucker this on motherfucker, the shop, the LeBron, yeah. show? LeBron show, right? This, you know, this, this when he went to Tampa Bay, and he was talking about, <laughs> it. and he's like, you know, he's like, there's other places, but there's this motherfucker, you know, he might have gone in the way. He was talking about Derek Carr, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? He was talking shit, you know what I mean? But like, and then like Dana, oh, yeah. White, Dana White and Gronk and them, they kind of just, you know, because Gronk don't care. Gronk's a, uh, he's a, he's like a baby face heel. He's just like, yeah, tell the story, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, way. That, that, that tripped me out because, man, Brady, see, this is what the thing he is. Wanted to get, he wanted to get close to the Bay again, right? Like, I mean, in Vegas, I guess mm -hmm. is really as close as you could get to it without being there. But here's yeah. the thing, too, is that like, the Raiders thing was gonna really happen supposedly, and then, and then everybody knew it. So the Niners stopped didn't didn't make an offer because we were gonna he was gonna come to us too. That's the thing. Like we were, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, ah, these fucking Raiders are fucking up for us too. Who knows, man? The best weed and the best avocados right around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, this year he's gonna be really upset with that offensive line. But I, oh, I'm yeah. I'm saying Chris Godwin to the moon now. If, if, as long as he's, he's playing full complement of snaps, he's healthy week one. Uh, hold on, hold on. And uh, and Lenny Fournette, do you remember how many receptions he had last year? Like 50? 40? No. 69. Oh, shit. No way. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the offensive line is that bad, they're going to incorporate the short fucking pass game. Lenny's going to go over 70 fucking receptions. They're going to need him to. I have quite a bit of Lenny Fournette in, the, in some leagues, so that's good. <laughs> I was I'm getting him a super discount earlier in the year. I want Leonard Fournette and, and Jordan Brooks. I'll give you Damian Pierce and something. <laughs> I'll send you. <laughs> no, I don't want the foreskin. I love foreskin. Pause. a lot. Let's smoke it up. Hey, we need him. We need him as a moil on a shirt, and it says Leonard Foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> He's the. 
just a little sliver of the foreskin, <laughs> like almost looking like a chip or something, with like some hair coming off of it. Parts of me like doing like action poses, and can you make me like versus like Juggernaut or like anything's possible. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's funny because I was gonna wear my Luigi shirt too. You know, saying right now, but I'm like, no, I'm saying that for playmakers. Yeah, dude, if you have a green screen, you might disappear with that shirt. It's pretty bright too. <laughs> you put that shit on green screen or whatever, you're, you look like a floating head. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and, Derek, <laughs> and Derek said, "What about Rashad White?" I'm uh, I'm really not a fan because, like, I mean, you look at guy. I mean, you know, um, what's his Keyshawn name? Keyshawn Vaughn's uh, gonna be the guy. I'm gonna say, if anything happens to Lenny, Keyshawn Vaughn becomes the lead guy. Oh, for sure. And hold on, where is that? Keyshawn. Oh, Keyshawn. Um, yeah, I just feel it's good unless, cause I don't think white's going to come in and kill it and demand it like that. Like, I mean, he's, he's a third round draft pick. Not, can pass pro. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we and we know Lenny can also. They bring, yeah. Yeah. Lenny's phenomenal pass pro Did they, And they brought back Gino, right? Uh, let me see if he's still, uh, he's like, I don't know. I remember somebody was dropping or picking up Gino or some shit. Somebody, I Giovanni, somebody. right? That's your Bernard? I have no idea. Giovanni. Giovanni. <laughs> Giovanni's really popular down here. That's a name I hear all the time. So he's Giovanni. Uh, for short. I'm, I'm, I don't call anybody Giovanni. I was like, what's your real name? <laughs> yeah, so Gio's fourth on the depth chart. Uh, Keyshawn's third. Rashad White's second. Okay. Awesome. So I'm, I might be wrong about that, but I swear – Keyshawn is good. That he, they trust him enough that he's the guy if there's no Fournette. What up, AJ? And, uh, yeah, I said uh, I thought they brought him in to be a basket. Well, I mean, that's just one of his skills. I mean, it doesn't mean necessarily that he's going to be a guy who gets 30-plus receptions. You know, like I feel like that's really like – You yeah, get 30-plus receptions. Bro, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. you, know what, you know what else is, is crazy is, like, Brady not being there. Did, did uh, X amount of this last twelve days or whatnot? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you're if you're a rookie, you're not gonna get no rapport with him, and like he'll tell you to get off the field. Like, like I love Romeo Dubs. I'm really hyped on him. But even Rogers, like, you know, when he fucked this to get off the field. You know what I mean? I mean, Still, you can't be fucking up. It's what have you done for me lately? Yep. What it's all about. Come for me lately. And uh, Facebook user, uh, whoever this is, throw your name in there so we can shout you out because it just says Facebook user. Says use a picture of the ant eater and call it Leonard Foreskin. That's fucking awesome. And uh, uh, Kay Meyer says, "What are y'all's thoughts on uh, Brees Hall? You think they gradually increase his workload over the course of the season? I do, and that's why I don't want to draft him like hella high, where you kind of have to get him more often than not because." I feel he's going to be a second half guy more than anything. I real feel, really feel like Michael Carter is. Uh, it's going to be at least a 50-50 split to begin, if not it being in Michael Carter's favor, maybe like a 55, 45, 60, uh, 40, something like that. And then second half of the season, I think Brees will start getting the 65-35 split by playoff time. I think it's going to be in a, it's going to be like an honorary 49er backfield where like. Because it's, it's Mike LaFleur that, that came from Shanahan and whatnot. Where, like, 
it, the starter would always be uh, what's his name, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, and Raheem Moser again, all the touches. Yeah, <laughs> you look, you watched that Super Bowl that we went and lost to the Chiefs. That we were winning three, three, three quarters and and seventy five percent of that fourth quarter. But anyways, <laughs> he. He, Tevin Coleman, he was out there the first half, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't do shit the whole game. It's, it's so weird. Carter, I'm not saying it's going to be exactly like that, but Carter is going to get out touch and it's going to happen fast. I'm saying it, man. For sure. I'm For sure. Don't dr- but this is good, though. That means we get Brees Hall cheaper because we should, we were paying too high in redraft anyway. I wouldn't yeah. give him in no redraft. Yeah. Take him in like a third and shit. Four, yeah. three, four turnaround. That's crazy. That's madness. No. And uh, rock out. What up, bro? So who's going to be the number one wide receiver for the Chiefs? So, I mean, obviously, Travis Kelsey is going to be the number one pass catcher. But, um, I mean, we've been talking about Juju. He's going to be that dude. Yeah, probably for fantasy purposes, probably be the most reliable and probably get the most receptions because of, because of the style, of the, you know, where he shines being over the middle. He's going to get the shorter intermediate targets. But here's yeah. thing with Juju today. They extended him. They gave him some incentives. Yeah. You know, that's part of the uh, that's part of the news docket. Because, you know what I'm saying, this is more. This, this has actually been more fun anyway because the news is born today. That, the news yeah. that we have to bring the motherfuckers today. Yeah, the, yeah. There's, I mean, the, the, I mean, the news that I wanted to talk about really was Aaron Donald. You know, going crazy yeah. getting into the scuffle. Hey, we got footage of that. Can we play shit like that? Uh, I mean, I'm sure we can. Let me uh, hold on. I'm pretty Let's sure see. we can do like share the share that mother, share screen that motherfucker, right? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, I mean, yeah. somebody didn't remix that shit by now. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife. Put that shit. It's a platinum hit already, man. This shit is out of here. Let me this see. Shit is Let out me of see. here. People were talking about the other news. Uh, what, what did we have? The no, uh, here we go. I got it. I got it. Yeah, this I do some pretend work for a bit. Yeah, do your thing. <laughs> it's a slow Friday. That's awesome. You see, you're working while you're working. I'm working while I'm working. That's right. Always working. Never stops. Never stops. Doesn't, unfortunately. It's crazy because I had a dream last night of like arguing with somebody because like I think like I'm just past debating. People just want to have the argue. I go, okay, I'm with that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, we're we're gonna have it out. We're gonna come out better on the other side. Because you know what? Don't start nothing, won't be nothing. Right? (laughs) Ain't no feeling supposed to get hurt. Come on. (laughs) All right, here we go. We got the footage. Um, this is from uh ABC9. Here we go. Football is not what people were talking about after Bengals practice today, and I'll show you the video. I'm sure you've seen it. If you haven't, you're about to. The reason I bring up this photo, though, <laughs> that's the comparison football fans are making right now. Three, because he's a bitch. <laughs> years ago, Miles Garrett was suspended six games for swinging his helmet at a Steelers player. So the question becomes, what happens now to Aaron Donald? The Rams defensive lineman swung a Bengals helmet viciously. <laughs> that's the video you're seeing right now at a number Damn. of players 
in the middle of a scrum toward the end of practice today. And right after the fight was broken up, the coaches, they cut practice short. Not by a whole lot, but they cut practice short. Yeah, not by a whole lot. final joint practice between the Bengals and the Rams. So now back to the question. Will Aaron Donald get suspended? According to NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero, discipline for incidents at practice is up to individual teams. So if there's any type of discipline for Aaron Donald, it would likely need to come from the Rams. Of course, if anything... Uh, if, if anything at all, that's not likely going to uh, be a suspension if it comes from the Rams. They right. And uh, yeah, everybody's fighting at every fucking, uh, what is that called? Every joint practice. Inter- yeah, because motherfuckers are going hard out there. Like, man, people are fighting with their own fucking teammates. You oh, know, no. like, let alone, like, going after the enemy. Look at this. Okay. So I'm the head coach. You're the head coach. You'd be like, all right, um, we want to get a goal line. Uh, package going, you know what I mean? And then the defense motherfucker be like, the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And now they got, oh, we ain't no puppets. Like, y'all, and then, then the people in the office, man, get in line here, your coach. You know what I mean? What? Motherfucker? You know what I mean? Simple as shit like that. Because they're trying to do these, these things, like, they're trying to, like, design scenarios versus, like, going in preseason and hoping, like, you can get into these scenarios. You know what I mean? Like, no, like, we're going to go. We're and gonna go big B. Big BS. He said, Ram's going to butt heads. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> oh, shit. He just swung the helmet on the motherfucking stuff. Oh, oh, man. I like that Game of Thrones edit they did with him holding the helmets, and it's like everybody's charging at him and battling the Battle of Bastards. The Bastards. That was pretty good. None of them oh, got man. nuts, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, the, I think Booger McFarland came under some fire. I, th- I was going to say, I think Booger came under some fire for saying that, you know, it's a different situation from uh, the Miles Garrett thing because one was in a game and the other was practice. But I mean, hold on, I'll say it. His, the guy that Miles Garrett swung his helmet on, his name was Racist Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> Racist, that's not just a clever name. He's racist. I guess he's, he's it's the intent, right? Because the intent was him trying to take down racism. There you go. He said I think he's 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 quality. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> you know what? He took that six games in stride. No, oh, yeah. But see, this, this is not supposed to be caught on camera anyway. Like, you know, it just is because this day and age we live in. Yeah. You know I mean? That wasn't that that wasn't some big, you know, that was looked looked like someone's phone. Out Belichick. there wasn't even oh, yeah. or nothing. Belichick, it's all these people that Belichick got played in all these agents. <laughs> these double agents are out there just filming. No man. Go pretend to be a fan. <laughs> Rams. Can you see Belichick? He's like he's training them. All right. Let me see your best Woo Rams. We're, we're gonna cut now to this footage from a drone from Patriots uh personnel. <laughs> That's where we got the footage from. It wasn't even anybody at Look at this, Jerry Jones, when he's doing training camp, like, like back in 2020, the shit was so crazy because of COVID, and then now you can have way more people on your practice squad. So in yeah. training camp, you have all these fields going with all these players, and you put no, no names on their jerseys. Yeah. So can't nobody plug players from his, tra- his you know what I mean? Yeah, my, my nephew had a scrimmage last week, and they, they all their friends are like, hey, I'll wear They just switched numbers. That way, you know, nobody, none of the scouts that were in the stands would know who's who and stuff. <laughs> I mean, shit, because they're going to try to pluck them, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, shout out to my nephew. He has a game tonight, number four for the Hawks. He was wearing 32 last week, though. <laughs> nice. And uh, K-, K Meyer said, "Who do you, uh, so do you think go go for RBs in round one and two and then wait until like rounds eight plus to get running backs to avoid the dead zone of three to seven where the talent wide receiver is stacked? So, no. I don't have too many rules, man. What if you have crazy people in your league and they don't allow yeah. you to follow, just follow this, this thing you want to play out? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's cool to have the strategy to go in and kind of like as a guideline, but don't try to stick to it. Does he know where he's drafted? Do you know where you're drafted? Do you know what year it is? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know yeah, I mean, I, I would rather not go RB, RB, you know, back to back. I mean, what's the position that gets hurt the most, you know, out of all these positions running back, you know? So, I mean, attach your, attach your cart to one horse. And then, yeah, you are going to have to get a running back, you know, maybe in the fourth or the fifth. But it's going to be like an A.J. Dillon or a Travis Etienne. I mean, maybe you got to get Etienne in the third, you know, but you'll be able to get a fucking dope-ass fucking wide receiver in the second. Yeah, not not all dead zone RBs are going to end up being that way. And it not everybody that you – not every RB you take late is going to be a great value, you know. You got to kind of just – you, you got to go with your guys. I always tell people, get your guys, number one. Um, have a plan or an outline, but you don't stick to it like, you know, directly. You've got to be able to to maneuver uh, accordingly with the other people that are in your draft, you know. And if, if everybody's taking running backs in the first round, and let's say you're the 12th pick, well, then you can go wide receiver and get the best wide receiver off the board and then yeah. grab another running back on the turn or go two wide receivers or whatever. You know, you don't have to stick to a, a certain draft strategy in order yeah. for you to win your league. Hold on. Do you got hold on real quick? Are you guys for or against drafting Kelsey. because of position scarcity? I just I was gonna say just take Kelsey when all those fails in the first round. <laughs> I mean, you're they, locking up position this? scarcity right he, there. I mean, for me. sure. Yeah, maybe, maybe just with the maybe with the tight end, uh, you you know. It, but other than that, I really don't. I guess with position scarcity, I kind of do. Well, best you just said it. Like I, a lot of people, like fuck. If I have the eleventh pick out of twelve, and I have like I'm Jefferson's probably not falling to the eleventh, but let's just say Jefferson and Chase Adams I mean, are there. Mixon, say like Mixon and Adams is more realistic. I well, if it's like eight or fucking nine running backs going, it might not eat Mixon's yeah. probably on. By yeah, that point, it's true. If it's an RB, you know, RB crazy league. I mean, we see some of well, these. Well, I, mean, I mean, but I'm also putting, I'm putting, you know, Jefferson Chase and Cup. I have them, you know, top seven. I would. You know? Yeah, I don't yeah. think that. I don't think that JJ's last and like ninth is the farthest I like would think he would yeah. fall. Well, but no, I'm just saying, like, within those seven picks, and then they're gonna go with you know the rare running backs that go there. You know what I mean, like. Because like, we, we've seen, uh, you you know that we've seen it where t- out of twelve we make eleven running backs, sometimes even twelve mm-hmm. running backs where literally every wide you receiver. Know, you, right. you know what? If I have to start three wide receivers too, then I'm I'm probably gonna lean receiver. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, and, yeah, and like, and and here's another here's here's just another personal rule of mine. If I'm in the second round and Kelsey's there, I'm just gonna take Kelsey. <laughs> like, if I, if I have the swing around pick, like like you said, like eleven or something. You know what right. I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, this is a skill. You know what I mean? If you play in the league with a tight end, and 99% of the leagues do, Kelsey yeah. and Andrews, it's like that positional advantage is going to take you so much farther than whoever your RB2 is, whoever your wide receiver 2 is. Yeah, Maybe most likely because of the scarcity. Like it just depends on how you how everybody else in the league is drafted. But, 
but and yeah. shout out to Craig with the super chat. So Craig, you, homie, and uh, said, "Who should I take with the third pick?" So, I mean, if JT's gone, who the fuck knows goes at number two? But it's Najee, Eckler, Justin Jefferson, or Cup. That's the four that I'd be banking on. Yeah, and you'll be happier than a motherfucker. And if you and and listen, if you get Austin Eckler. Later on, like in the draft, get Spiller and Joshua Kelly. Like, just get it all. Like, you'll probably get them with your last two picks. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, with your last, your very last two pictures, rather just secure that backfield because that Eckler is like, you know, what I mean, that that position eats over there. There's no Eckler. Yeah, whoever the guy is eats. What up, Hollywood? What's going down, bro? Hollywood. And rock out. Good looking on the super chat, homie. He said, favorite fantasy apps. For me, it's Sleeper all the way. Sleeper, give me money. Definitely Sleeper. Trans- transferred my Yahoo League of, oof, I don't know, six years over to Sleeper two years ago and uh, got all those old heads to finally change their mind. And it's honestly, nobody complained after we made the switch. They all love it now. So, yeah. Sleeper. I mean, you know, I was. We used to have this, to have this went, rule only where if you won, you became the commissioner. So the, the first commissioner that, that, that I got that started it up, he, he made that the rule. He didn't want to be the commissioner, but like, well, whoever. <laughs> you win. You so the very first year, the very first year, everyone hates ESPN, and then the, the, the champion's like, "Man, I hate ESPN, but I'm the champion on it." He's ESPN. The next guy wins it. He goes, "Take it straight to Yahoo." And we're like, "Fuck, thank God." And then <laughs> we're at Yahoo, and then you know what I'm saying I mean I win, and I immediately am like, we're just changing the rule. I'm just the commissioner, all right? You know what I mean? And like, so you know, everything's more diplomatic, right? But they all it's really everybody voting against whatever I want to do. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. want to take it to sleeper, oh, yeah. and these motherfuckers are like, oh, what? Like, like I'm about to have some advantage if I take it to sleeper. You know what I mean? I'm like, see, that's why you I'm just like, need to be a dictator. Fantasy football is hard to be diplomatic. It really is because, like, getting a hundred percent of any vote is very tough. No matter what the fuck it is, you, you could you could put two. You could make it a yes or no poll, and there's no way you're gonna get a hundred percent. Yeah, for real. Though. <laughs> and hey, uh, Bogey, your your league sounds very familiar. I, mean, I think I've heard this before. Where I win, I take the money and the respect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Paul Walker. <laughs> hey, look at uh, the, the, he had and the respect. He had to throw it in there to R. Because like, ain't nobody respected him. Yeah. I've been diesel respect. <laughs> like, nah, man, family. You get the family, not the respect. <laughs> hey, look at hey, everybody in my league, if you're watching, man, fuck y'all. You know, man, I, I, I'm on top again. And, and none of y'all want to change it. And even I, I try to like, try, you know, I, I used to lobby with the best of them. I go around, hey man, you know what I'm saying? Fuck this standard shit. Like it was at the first, after the first two years in that league. I was like, no, oh, my other leagues are people. Yeah, this is whack. Man, I want to start Julian Edelman. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, and then I got, and then other people are like, I'm like, what's your league? They're like, oh, PPR. Like exactly. What the fuck is this stone age shit? So when we voted, I had like eight people at twelve, and then the four, the other four guys that wanted to keep it, they have. Loud voices, but it wasn't enough because I lobbied everybody, and I, I'm trying to get super flex. And it's so, and this league it used to be 12, and then we had to go down to, to 10 you know, back in uh, 
um, in 2020. Because all these motherfuckers, I had two motherfuckers that were like, oh, it's football time. It's going to happen, bro. Fuck that. The yeah. fuck? Like, stupid. You know what I mean? So anyways, it's just the 10. It's basically the same 10 that's in my keeper league. I mean, it's like six, six out of the 10 is in my keeper league. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? It's more wits now. And more money. You know what I mean? It's just it's wits. Are you going into the Matrix? I mean, or is He's going in and out of the Matrix. Like, no. Oh, it was my connection at work. <laughs> Yeah, it started getting real choppy right there. <laughs> and, you sounded uh, like you were underwater. No, I'm still going hard. My My rock, rock, kind of, kind of. And uh, Rock Out says never 100, like 60 40. 60 40 if you're lucky. Yeah, 60 40 if you're lucky. I put a poll up because my league is still in that. These guys want to draft kickers in defense team defense, and I'm like, oh, my God, guys, come on, let's move out of this. It's been eight years. Uh, and I threw up the poll, and I got, like, three for, like, let's get rid of it, and everybody else hasn't voted yet. And it's like it's been up for a week. It's like, what the hell? And I know these guys see the poll. They're freaking talking in the chat. They can't vote. And uh, let me see. Kay Meyer says, you guys ever use any stats uh, to back up your takes, or is everything opinion-based? Well, most of it, I mean, everything that I kind of do is stat-based. I mean, I guess it just – it gets a little boring if I'm only regurgitating like stats. So yeah. at certain times, like, I mean, you know, we brought up the stats for the preseason game and during the season, we'll bring up a lot more stats that have to do with why we're picking up free agents and things like that. Yeah. I yeah. Say, my, my, hey, Meyer, if this is one of your first times in here, a lot of times we like Bogart's a king at just throwing out stats that he remembers from a full season and go off of players. Uh, and then we use those stats to compare folks. Spencer on the show does that a lot too. So we do a lot of that, but I think when we talk, like this, a lot of it is off of uh, film stuff that we've, you know, gathered or seen recently for ourselves and based our opinions off of. And then, you know, like beat writers and news and blurbs. When we do all the we do all the research and we want to make it digestible. You know, right. we, we don't want to because I really like all the shows where like literally they do nothing but spout analytics. Like that just bores the hell out of me. And um, I usually tune out. Because any, I mean, anyone can look up stats, we're, but we're a, a lot of it with us is the reason why, not, it's right. not because of the stats. Yeah, like I'm in, I'm in, thirteen leagues. I got two, three more drafts. I'm like in like fifteen leagues. So you know, most of the stuff is little blurbs I read off of Yahoo or Sleeper. Um, you know, film that I've watched throughout the week on players that I like, some players that I don't like, and, and then I listen to various podcasts or my friends, or we chop it up here, and I take notes from what other guys know, like, cause I know, you know, some of these guys are more invested in obviously like the San Francisco 49ers or their teams. So I'm in there getting, you know, tidbits of information on guys that I don't really know about or rookies that are coming through, uh, especially for dynasty and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, just talking and being on these shows with these, with my colleagues here is basically the way that I like to get my information. And I was in like 40 plus leagues last year. And I mean, that's getting up this year. So like literally like, I mean, there was one league last year where I only the I only had three running backs. I had uh, Travis Etienne, Javante Williams, and James White, and that was it. Travis Etienne goes down, and so now I only have two running backs. And like literally, like I was picking up players like two weeks early, like before they hit, and like because I had to be just that much ahead of the game because my running backs were that bad. 
And I was giving people those kind of that kind of information, you know, on our news shows where a lot of information comes every single day. Two weeks ago on Playmakers, we had the overreaction episode and I was all over Damian Pierce and I was saying all this stuff. And then lo and behold, I mean, he didn't play the following week. And then last night, if you look at anything on Twitter today, that's all anybody's talking about today. And I told you about it two weeks ago. So. You know, and, and I drafted him weeks before that because I, you know, he has a burst. I saw him his his college tape in Florida and stuff like that. So, you know, but but I don't want to be out here like Damian Pierce only had you know so many carries at college, and he was a rotational player in Florida with a a regime that you know didn't know what they were doing with the running back, so he didn't get as many touches. But he averaged almost seven yards per carry. Like I mean, I could tell you that, but I could just say Damian Pierce is a beast. He's averaging seven yards a carry right now in the NFL in preseason. Yeah, so exactly. There we go. And Hollywood said, I haven't played in the Dynasty League yet. Is that something uh, like just set up as a group or can you join like a random one, um, normal public leagues? So it's, I, I would not join uh, if there is public leagues. I would definitely not join one. What you got to do is, I mean, we talked about it getting into the 420 crew. Um, literally like two days after the Super Bowl is when we start our first Dynasty draft of the season of uh, the next season. And literally, it's like one or two dynasty drafts that are happening every single month all the way through. Once we get to uh, July, the dynasty drafts stop. We finish up whatever's going, but it's full best ball and redraft mode at that point. But dynasty is all about getting in super early because the drafts that I do take like four weeks. Right, yeah, definitely. Especially a dynasty startup because you have to draft. You're you're drafting a roster that's extensively larger than a regular uh, redraft, uh, you know, roster of 16, you're talking like 30, you know, yeah. easily. And then the following season, you'll have your rookies or a separate rookie draft with your dynasty. But I totally agree with, with us. Uh, you don't want to just play with a bunch of randos in a dynasty league. You want to get in with a good group of guys that you know are in it for the long haul. It's not just going to, Hey, we're going to do a dynasty startup this year. And then next year it's dissolved. So the reason yeah. for dynasty is to continue to, you know, to build upon those years and, and keep that same group of people together if you can. So yeah, don't don't go join a random one unless you know at least a couple of people in there. Because these these I mean the average dynasty league lasts two years, right? And like might as well not even be a dynasty league at that point, you know? I mean you're you're keeping your team for two years or whatever, but that's lame. Like uh, yeah. I mean if if you win in one of those two years, it's awesome, you know. But I mean the point of dynasty is being able to win in the short term and being able to compete and win in the long term, you know, for years to come. Hey, or you can go the Bogart Madman method and just get tap heavy as a motherfucker and just go to war and hope everything falls in place. <laughs> Don't be me and get third place in like three or four dynasties last year. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I was excited last year. Um, I, I, I put together nine dynasties and I made the championship in four of them. One in two of them. Um, it was fucking so hard, though. Um, and the one other person won two championships out of the nine and uh everybody else i mean just getting one is like a badge of honor because these yeah. leagues are so fucking hard to win everyone's good with no scrubs in it and uh but that's what makes it fun is like uh then people really have to put together some trades you know i mean yeah. like bogard like uh I, he didn't like not making the playoffs last year. I'll tell you that much. And uh, he's making all these fucking moves now. In the yeah. dynasty league, I had a horrible roster. Like it. <laughs> I, was say, I had a horrible roster in the dynasty league last year. I invested too much on Falcons late, thinking they were going to be a value, and they all just turned into nothing. Um, <laughs> but I, I, in the off season, 
revamped my team, and then I, I got a whole bunch of picks. I traded away a veteran quarterback for more picks. And I used all those picks yeah, and running backs because I had none. So I have a Damian Pearson yeah. here. I have a Kenneth Walker in there. I have a Tyler Algier. I got a lot of hopeful guys, but um, not enough veterans that they would have made it. Because last year, I think I drafted like Mark Ingram and, uh, <laughs> and, and just some, a bunch of old heads, you know? Uh, Mike Davis and stuff is my value running backs, and that just didn't pan out. So, man, I, I know there's at least two of these dynasties where, man, I mean, I'm looking like one of them. I went like a zero RB like strategy for the most part, and Raheem Mostert was who I drafted as my second uh, running back. And uh, obviously, you know, I mean, I've gotten more since then, but there was one one of these dynasties was before all the Mike Thomas, like, you know, bullshit for the second year in a row. Bro, bro, drafted yeah. him in the fourth round. And, uh, fuck, it's just – I need him to be a thing. I need him to do good for one game so I can trade him. Those are tough breaks like that in Dynasty. Like, you know, you're like, I'll take my shot on this guy here because of, you know, where he's gone in the draft and like, he's still here and I'll take my chance. And then it doesn't work out and then you're screwed because you don't got anybody else that you can put in that spot. Yeah, so I, I felt that pain all of last year. And, uh, hey, yeah. listen, I'm, I'll go to war. I'm prepared to die. That's what makes me dangerous. Hey, you live by the trade. You die by the trade. I'm ready friend. to die out there for this. <laughs> That's another shirt right there. That's another one. Put that on a T-shirt. Put that on a T-shirt. I'm ready to die out there for this. Hell yeah. The fantasy, the give me, the fantasy give me money uh, line. Oh, yeah. Just all kind of crazy-ass outlandish Bogart shit. If it's my destiny... It's my destiny. <laughs> if Surf Ninja's taught us anything. <laughs> that's, that's what it should real. say. If Surf Ninja's taught us anything. <laughs> if it's my destiny, it's my destiny. That's a good one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, you know what's funny? That was my that was my slogan all last season. And I scream it out whenever like, you know, I'm making like some kind of crazy move. Cause it's like, you know, when you make a certain crazy move, you might be like, oh, I don't know about that. Like looking at it, but I'm like, well, listen, if it's my destiny, it's my destiny. Because that means that this move was, I was supposed to make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. won it. Every single championship I won, I've traded several times in each one of those teams. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Like, like, you never won a, you never, is this a true statement? Have you ever won a championship without making a trade? Um, I have. Yeah. But the first one, yeah, no, it was a long time ago. Yeah, uh, I might have made a trade in every single goddamn fucking league I've ever won, bro. Oh, Damn. except for my music league. Except for my music league. Actually, yeah. Because in my music league, my studio league, these motherfuckers, uh, uh, for the longest, it used to be if we make a trade, everybody, uh, it's $20 a party, right? Okay. And, and that money goes to the points leader because every time you made a transaction, too, it's a dollar a move. You know what That's I mean? Cool. Yeah. So like, and all that money, all, all that money, it goes to the point leader at the end of the regular season. So like, it's it's designed, it's obviously for to mooch motherfuckers, but, <laughs> but more importantly, to keep everybody engaged, even if you're not in it, because you could be a team with a bad record, but you got hella points. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And you might win this yeah. bag because someone like me, see, and then at one point it got to two dollars a move. And like for some like I'm making like 70 moves a year, you know what I mean? Like on, <laughs> on average in a non-IDP. That's, that's, right? that's a light season. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hold on, that's a light season. 70 moves. Like I just but that's $140. I'm already contributing to the point leader, you know what I mean? Damn. 
Yeah, and so so like it was rare. It was rare people made trades, and like even the one time I made a trade, I paid for those. He's like, put up put up my twenty. I'm like, hell yeah, bro, let's go. I'm like, get it done. Get it done. You feel me? And shout that out to him. What up, bro? We touched down in the city. So finally touched down in L.A. All right. Made the same. Yeah. He's back in the 213. There we go. Shout out to Hess, man. He's he's low-key a legend, if y'all don't know. He said, <laughs> he said still hung over like a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey, what's Hess's, what, what's Hess's drink? Uh, what was he drinking? He was drinking a lot. Uh, now, I think he mostly had IPAs, is what I remember. More mm, often, than oh, those are heavy than the motherfucker though. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, don't why you always want to like? She always wants to like bang the garbage can. <laughs> I'm like, why you gotta bang the garbage can? <laughs> it's garbage day, isn't it? It's like it's like such a beautiful day when it's garbage day. When you have four kids, I'm like, hell yeah, yeah, all this garbage out this motherfucker. And there we go. Shout out to Jaws. Said, pretty sure I won a couple championships without trading. Uh, one league I ran through uh, for a few, uh, a few rare, rarely. But see, hey, yeah. Destiny, you can't question it, bro. It's destiny is Destiny, man. If it was meant to be, you there. You feel me? It don't matter how you got there. It's in hindsight, you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, and uh, Jaws said won three titles in five years. Struggling nowadays, though. Hard to get the RBs late. Well, there was a dude last year. In my league, he, uh, uh, it was the Thursday nighter. Dalvin Cook, they didn't know if he was gonna play or not. Was, and then, and then the dude had Madison. This is my boy, right? And check this out. This fucked up his. This fucked up. He needed to win this week and get in. This fucked him up because he left Madison in there. Didn't catch the news. He was at work. This, that, and the third. You feel me? And then, and you know. <laughs> And it's funny, too, because I was doing, like, a show. I, me, me and you were doing the show. He was trying to text me. I didn't see that text. You know what I mean? <laughs> and conveniently, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because, listen, you know what I mean? And, like, if he would have got in, he would have beat me. Damn. You know what I'm so I didn't want him in there. You know what I mean? We were the hot wild card teams trying to get in. I went on to win that league. Fuck him. It was your death. <laughs> and shout out to my man, Tino. It was right? you know I mean? It's a, a different Tino, though. Je, okay. Just Tino. Not, not Tino, that team. Yeah. It was not Tino's destiny. And Hess said uh, IPA because hops and cannabis are cousins. I like it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> See, there you go. Because I fuck with tequila. That's my drink of choice. So when I meet the legend, you know what I'm saying, of Hess, we should put, oh, baby, watch out. She over here throwing shit. Let's see. Is there even any news that we need to cover outside of uh, Darren Waller's banged up? He's yeah, damn shit. We've been talking about him being banged up all week. Yeah, I, I mean, he was. Hurt. He was. I always just fade him, bro, because it's like maybe I'll get him if he's if he's a throwing in a trade. Yeah, I got, him in, I got him in Dynasty in two of them at least, but like it's a hamstring thing, and then he was back at practice, and then now he's not. But they didn't like say it was like really injury related. I think it might be the, there was like hints about it maybe being a contract issue as well. So yeah. I don't know. It, we need to we need to hit up our uh, our guy Jay the plug because he's buddy buddy with uh, Darren Waller and find out what's really going on. Yeah, have him ask for some info. Yeah, be like, hey I man. Want nigga. <laughs> hey, that was hella fly though that that plug hit me last year. Like, hey, listen, don't if you don't 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 tell nobody to start Darren Waller. He's like, this is gonna, this is gonna be good for y'all. I'm like, oh word. He's like, he's like, yeah. 
He's like, I had lunch with him. He's like, he's all beat up. He's like, yeah. Oh, he told us like, the like the week, like days before it came out that he wasn't gonna play. Yeah, he already wasn't gonna play. So I was like, I'm moving him out of my lineups. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Foster Moreau was a play that week. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he still there. And then, mm-hmm. then I chased it because there was the, the Foster Moreau thing didn't happen after that. But oh yeah, th- th- in this case. This is a perfect case of if you can block in this system, you're going to be – I mean, because this system supports the tight end all the way from Julius Thomas when he you know, when he was outside of New England and then all the way down to Gronk. And, and he, doesn't, he doesn't have a Gronk guy over here, clearly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's still, a, a, it's still a, a, a red zone target in this system. You know what I mean? I think yeah. I'm going to go get my uh... – my wing combo, guys. My five dollar uh, shot beer and wings on Friday. Nice. <laughs> it's like my buddy at the bar. He was like, "Hey, I have uh, two big draft boards that we're not using at the, you know, at the bar because they already have one set up for a party." So I have two big free like six by four draft boards. So I was like, oh, "I'll use them this weekend and next weekend." Thanks. Anyway, so I went to go pick them up on Wednesday, and he's like, "Here's your wings and your shot and your beer." It's like you're the man. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll see you Friday. Yeah, actually, I actually, guys, on that note, I'm gonna leave work 40 minutes early. I'm gonna go slam a beer and a shot and some wings, and I'll be drafting tonight with you all. Um, yes. in, in the bogey and the smoky and bogey invitational is gonna be going yes. down 14 team PPR superflex IDP. So I'm ready. Even though I got fucked with the late pick, we're turning that into a yeah. I got I got the number 12 pick. Are you after me? I might be before you. I think I'm oh, 10 okay. 11. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm on double digits, though. I know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm the 12. You got, you got to be 10. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, shit. I think hey, you got to tell me about that 11-11 shit because I'm always interested when people other, other people are aware of that shit. Yeah. And so... Um, uh, one bottles, the, bottles is what I call it. Bottles, one of the bottles. 11-11. One of the people <laughs> that we were hanging out with, you know, real... Uh, Real big wig, you know, in the cannabis industry. Uh, super dope, super dope female, and uh, she, she saw eleven eleven, and she was like, "Yeah, eleven eleven, that's my shit." And she uh, earlier, we all were talking about our signs, and yeah. she was like, "I'm a hardcore sag, uh, Sagittarius." Let's go all the way, and uh, it was funny. Tell me, I told you. And then, uh, and then her man uh, Claudio, who's uh, the owner of Guild Extract, his birthday is one thirteen. Oh word! I mean, we get along. We get along with y'all like a mug. Yeah. My old, my older sister Capricorn. My son, my son literally has the same birthday as you. Yeah. Oh no! And then has said you rocked the new Jerome Baker. Hell yeah! I brought it up earlier. Cannabis now. I felt spoiled getting the VIP. You know, packaged and smoking on that Cheech and Chong drooler now. Smoking on the love machine earlier. And uh, yeah, appreciate you, Hess. And uh, shout out to Cannabis Now. If you guys don't know about Cannabis Now, it's like the only cannabis uh, magazine that you can actually get in the airport. I mean, everyone knows about High Times. If you don't know about Cannabis Now, I mean, they got the physical magazine and the digital magazine. So that's what's up. Got to get on that. All right, fellas. Well, I am going to bounce because I do need to get some food before I have an hour drive to the damn football game. It's like on the other side of the town or whatever. So got to beat traffic. It's a burger yeah, ball. Yeah. Hey, cross, get good town rivalry is going to be yeah. big. So I got to get there early. But uh, Just fly across town, man. You'll get there real quick. <laughs> Much love to all the, the viewers, everybody. We'll be back on Playmakers. I'll be back with you guys on Playmakers. So I'll see you guys to, uh, later on tomorrow morning. Much love. Peace out. Yeah.
Yeah, and then Hess said my license plate is 1111. See, like, I mean, that's the kind of shit when I'm on the street and we're talking about shit and we see the, you know, the triple digits or the quadruples. It's like, whatever we were saying, we just know that that's right. But see, the thing is, though, 1111, it, it represents, it's like a whole gateway, like, of, like, of, like, the positive energies and type of shit, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't aware of that, but I just always seen 1111 everywhere, and then I seen some fucking Legend of Atlantis documentary series where they had some crazy lady, which she, she would talk about, like, how everybody at 1111 would meditate all around the world, and, and, the sh um, and they would gather on the chakras of the world and whatnot. <laughs> crazy shit. I was like, word. I'm like, oh, that's that's why. You know what yeah, I mean? Just and has said his sister's birthday is 11 11. Wild. Whoa. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Nigel said, shout out to the 420 crew and redraft leagues y'all making last minute. So I've got uh, three style leagues that uh, we're still filling. Uh, one of them is an auction style draft offense plus IDP. Going to be super dope. Uh, $54 buy in. And then uh, what else do we got? We got a three QB league where you start two quarterbacks plus a super flex, um, 10 teams in that one, $54 buy-in. And then uh, we also got year two of the D-Generation X League, the League of Savages. And uh, we draft on the Wednesday right before the season starts. And uh, the entry for that one, because we're all savages, we made it $69. 69 dudes. So we can make sure that we get them to play the drop even more. <laughs> and because like, we're really immature. <laughs> Niner <laughs> MMA said that's my new daughter's birthday. Uh 113. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So 112 is my birthday. I know I, I remember I'm... that. I remember when he when he announced it. Yeah. Chat. So dope. <laughs> Love it. And uh Ben Jamar on uh, on Twitch, what up? Nick Chubb or Lenny Fournette? I'm still going to lean on the Nick Chubb side, but it's getting closer and closer um, as the year progresses. You know what? Give me Leonard Fournette. Ooh. Because he's going over He's going to catch balls. He's going to get hella greasy receptions. Come on, you just said it. He's going over 70. Ooh, I love that. That's, that, that, that's sexy right there. I like, ooh, that's... That's kind of steep, but you know what? That makes me want to take Fournette over Chubb. And, like, I don't want to wait and see the Brissette experiment, really. You feel me? Yeah. I'm just, like, off of that, I guess. He'll be a good game manager. I mean, really, that's what they need him to do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to trade for Chubb for that disgruntled manager before the trade deadlines this year. <laughs> yeah. I might have Chubb as like an extra running back. Watch. Because uh, people are going to be so fed up. They're not even going to make it to Watson coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to give him up for the love. Here we go. Uh, who's this? Passion deal. Is that how he said? Uh, he said draft DJ Moore or Zeke in the fourth, assuming they are the best available. Probably be on the DJ Moore side instead of Zeke. Yeah, definitely DJ Moore. PPR. If it's a yep. standard league, I'm probably going to lean the running back. Yeah. But – Really worried about the Dallas line, so we might as well just get to it. That is lost their left tackle. Yep, I guess that was a piece of news that we didn't mention. I don't know if that was a Wednesday thing, but yeah, Cowboys lost their left tackle, so not good for Dak, not good for Zeke. Like, he had to get a surgery and all that, yeah. So he's gone, 
on our show, I always say I'm on record for saying that offense, their run game comes and goes as his, as his health does. So I'm not fucking with none of those running backs. Yeah, and uh, Passion Dale, close enough. All right, awesome, super close. And Derek said, yeah, we lost our left tackle. Not good. And Nigel said, what's the format on the 69? 69, (laughs) It's the the only single QB league that I'm going to be playing in this year. And uh, we got – it's going to be a tight end premium this year. That is going to be one thing that I'm getting changed for this league. Like, literally, I'm, I'm just adopting this tight end premium, changing the tight end to a flex, making that a normal thing for redraft. And then uh, we do have six IDP players as well. Um, I believe it's one DL, one linebacker, one DB, and then three IDP flexes. So kind of a little easier um, than just having multiple um, specific defensive players that you have to do. Andrea, what up? Should I have the second pick uh, in tonight's draft? Should I take CMC? Or Eckler or JJ, 12-team, full PPR if JT is gone. And, yeah, I'm sure JT will be Eckler. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Eckler. Um, I'm also of the mindset that getting a guy like Justin Jefferson with the way that they're going to Oh, yeah, Jefferson. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't hear him as one of the options. Yeah, I, I, would, I would totally be okay taking Jefferson right there and just getting, um, you know, the and best. Then I'll just get the best running back available on the turn uh, yeah. when I come back. And you could probably get two, you know, running backs on the way back. And you're going to feel a whole lot better than you would trying to get, like, two of those receivers or maybe one receiver there and then another running back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Granted, you'd have CMC. Maybe it's the risk factor. I'm just going to take Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I just, you know what I mean? He doesn't seem risky. If he doesn't doesn't miss any games, I mean – you know, there's there's a good probability that he could outscore, you know, Eckler. Um, even yeah, if Eckler's even if Eckler's helping. All right. And, uh, and and just a reminder. So for everyone who doesn't know, I mean, in addition to these shows, one of the things that uh, I'm building up is the fantasy football community, the 420 crew. And if you want to get into the crew, if you go to 420 crew. Dot .org one of the reasons why a lot of people sign up especially during this time is to get the one-on-one access to me for help during your draft help during the season waiver wire trade uh starts and sits all that um if you get on the elite tier or higher I'm actually doing uh, every single week I'm going to be doing a uh, a podcast uh, questions and answers only people on the elite tier or higher so it'll always be you know um, real quick real precise it'll be like uh i'll be recording it maybe wednesday night um releasing it thursday morning you know type thing so you have it for the week and uh if you get on the all access tier uh the 25 dollar tier or higher you get my bat line you literally have like texting uh capability to where you can message me i'll literally message you back if i'm on the show like that's how much I take care of people who are the all access crew. Right. So 420crew.org. Go over there right now. Go sign up. Um, pick one of the top tiers so you get the red carpet rolled out for you. And I'll give you a shout out while we're still here on the show. All right. Let's see. Any other news before we get out of here? Yeah, really everything, I mean, a lot of it's kind of been like bullshit news. Like the one that was like, 
really funny is that uh, that Danny Pesos is uh, is coming along in the uh, in the system, learning the system. I mean, he's a dumbass, so it takes him a while. <laughs> and, see, and that's what's like, you know, like I would hope that he is learning the playbook more for Saquon's sake. Hey, you know what's crazy? I started bailing on my Saquon shares because I'm like, there's someone out there that'll believe in it and buy and buy him from me and pay him. Yeah, pay, pay me. And I, I managed to do that in a few. I turned him into mixing in one of them. You know what I mean? Because I just don't want to like, hey, if it's gonna be a good story, I don't care if I'm not a part of it. You feel me? Yeah. Like I'd rather just get somebody else. And Pashtendale's in my draft with my friends. We don't even know who the draft order is until uh, 30 minutes before, so I'm just going to wing it. Well, you should go in with some type of a plan. I mean, obviously, you know, you know, you don't need to have an exact plan like, oh, running back at this spot, at this round, no matter what, wide receiver in this round, no matter what. Got to go best player available, but you should have a little bit of uh, – should have a little bit of a plan. And if you go get into the 420 crew uh, right now, just go to that website, go get signed up. Um, literally, like, I'll be able to live help you. Um, man, help you, you man you'll be able to hit him on the phone, B, and be like, all right, I'm on the phone. What's going on? <laughs> you feel me? Get that money. There we go. There we That's go. Like, this is how you win your leave, man. Sometimes you might need an edge. You might need somebody a little bit of counseling. You feel me? And seeing what it is, the way that we do it most of the time, it's mostly through DMs. Uh, or if you get on the all access or higher, it'll be through text message. And you're literally sending me pictures like before every pick, you know, every round. And I'll just give you like two to five guys who I would be targeting, depending on how many picks are in front of you. Bung. And then you make the choice from there based on people that you like. But I'm just helping. Red or green pill, red or blue, green pill, pill motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. And Nigel, good looking on the super chat, homie. He said, how many leagues you in this year? I'm only in two. So, like, I mean, I'm in 18 dynasties. I'm in 21 best balls. Uh, I'm trying to think of the redrafts. Like, redrafts, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's getting close to, like, 24. Somewhere between 20 and 24, it seems like. Um, damn. I'm like, uh, I know I'm over, I know I'm over 21 because I was in 21 last year. Uh, um, yeah, not even counting the best balls. They don't count. Yeah, I think I'm in like 26 so far, maybe. Nice. We're like, we're dra like I'm, gonna, I'm about to draft for like a dozen leagues within this week. And Jaws said, when's the cut down for the 53 days? Make some big names. Yeah, to move via trade and definitely cuts uh, the 30th. So. To, uh, Tuesday, August 30th, uh, 1 p.m. West Coast time, 4 p.m. East Coast time. So we'll be covering uh, all that stuff on uh, we'll be covering all that stuff on Wednesday. And then the week after that, we'll be coming back at you five days a week, Monday through Friday, always at one West Coast time, four East Coast time. And uh, and <laughs> Nigel with the with super chat said, get a redraft league going. No IDP, please. So I got oh, can't so do what, it. Well, I know I I do have uh, the three QB league. It's non IDP. Oh, word, it's that's right. It's offense only, uh, but a little bit non conventional. Three QBs where you start two QBs and then a super flex, uh, but only ten teams. Uh, six teams make the playoffs because it does get a little crazy, like the way that the quarterback shuffle like literally determines um, a lot. It really does. The trades uh, could really swing everything. 
And I said, y'all on sleeper, underdog, or super draft? We're going to be on sleeper. All the uh, all the leagues that I'm doing, I'm hosting on sleeper. Savages strictly fuck with sleeper. Uncle Buck in the building. What up, homie? What up, Uncle Buck? Hey, it's still your birthday. I don't give a fuck about a couple days ago. Happy birthday. Oh, there we go. Passchendaele said, I've been doing the mocks with Ketch, so I'm well prepared. I like it. I know that, uh, yeah, everyone who's doing those mocks with Ketch, he's on it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, I don't even know if I want to do another mock draft. I feel like like some people may still want to. We may uh, we may do a mock draft for, like, the, the three QB league just to put the content out around it because uh, those are going to be cool fucking drafts. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. Jaws said Jimmy G, Gasecki, OJ Howard, Deion Jones, etc. Yeah, there could be a lot of big names um, that are going. Nigel said, how many- show. Yep. Nigel said, how many teams in the uh, the three QB leagues? So it's 10 teams total. I've actually got four leagues um, that I'm filling. Um, two of them are already filled all the way. And uh, two of those leagues have four spots um, apiece. And uh, Draft is probably going to be like next weekend, um, maybe Tuesday. Kind of just depends on uh, when we get these filled. And Josh said Gibson or Denzel Mims gets moved. Yeah, I mean the uh, who is it? The um, the Panthers have been looking at him because the coach over there was his coach at Baylor, right? A couple seasons with him, and here's the thing: he was a guy that parlayed like. Uh, two good seasons in a row, being like a you know out of nowhere guy, he got him to to get drafted by a, you know a dumb organization that would spend a second round on him. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. He'll never be a thing. Never, <laughs> ever. And uh, has said, you know, it was an epic trip to Vegas when you barely have time to play the tables. Yeah, the one time we do play the tables though, it was nice because uh, played roulette. I only threw down forty bucks, but uh, won almost two hundred. So had a good time, uh, you know, hanging out at the table, just getting more drinks in the system, and that was a good time to sober up too. Sober up at the tables. Nice. Oh yeah. And yeah, uh, then you get a drink for free. Yeah, and Mike said, when is the 200 Vegas League draft in? So we're not actually doing that one um, because we couldn't end up doing the live draft all the way. Um, And I've got so many more leagues that that the Hustler Green Bowl is taking one year off this year. And uh, next year, we're going to get it back to the root where it is a live draft. And uh, it's literally going to be a whole draft event, you know, um, around uh, having multiple live drafts going at once. Um, it is, uh, it is going to be fucking fun. It is going to be fun. So we got a lot of dope drafts. I'm going to be streaming a handful of them for sure. Yeah. And, and fuck, I miss Vegas. You got to get back, bro. You got to get back. I want to go hit the tables with you. Cause I remember seeing your social media posts. It was like, every time you went to the casino, man, you had that fucking 808 look over there. And I uh, got to get around that, that, uh, around that energy. Uh oh, Nigel said, "Get me in the league with you and Bogey. Need bragging rights on y'all. Good trash talk on the streams. I'll hit you up on Facebook." So Bogey- oh, so he just assumes he's gonna hunt us down like we're some type of a fucking uh, big big game hunting or some shit. And All see, right. and here's the thing: like you could get in the DX Savage League, but it's got IDP, so you have to be the and savage. All of us, but he wants bragging rights. Yeah, you got to be the savage to step it up. Uh, Bogey's not in uh, the three QB league, 
And um, so, I mean, just throwing that out there, if you join any of those, I'm in both of them that uh, you could have the option to join or you could join both. But Bogey's not in those ones. He's in a shitload of other ones, but a lot of those feel dirty. But, but you know what? We love Nigel. Wasn't he in, wasn't he in uh, DX last year? I don't think so. I'm not. Uh, no. Pretty sure he wasn't. Oh, no. He was in the playoff leagues with us. Yeah. That's where it was. Yep. Yeah, man. You got to get into one of these joints, man. Hell and yeah. IDP changes the game, man. You know what it's, I mean? Like, you know what I mean? That's like, hard. Had that, did Candlestick, I mean, did he do IDP before last year? I know he's in some of those. Uh, he might have been in some I mean, our play, with you. We had playoff leagues, you know, you know, that one playoff league that we do. And that was his yeah. only exposure to IDP. Is that so? You know what I mean? It was a roll of the dice and he won that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. He fucking won that shit. Yeah, bitch. And there he knocked goes. me out of the playoffs. He knocked me out of the playoffs, guy. Fucking damn it. That Mike said, sign me up for the Vegas draft next year. Hell yeah, it's going to be a whole spectacle, bro. I'm super excited because really what I would like to do is um, like we're, we're going to have this like this draft event, right? Where it's going to be like a whole like, I mean, I, I don't even know what the event's going to actually call, but really just like a night of drunk drafting is really like what we could call it. And um I want to have the hustler draft like separate from that, because like I want that one to be even more over the top than this entire like event itself. All right. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yes. uh, so Nigel, let's get in it, and uh, and then Nigel said, "Bogey, get in the three QB league. Are you scared, boy?" <laughs> no. Nah. He, he just said, "LOL, I don't want IDP, man. I know, but." You can't really get that much bragging rights. And then he's talking about, hold on, and then he's talking about I'm scared to play 3QB. I'm in like, I'm just spending thousands and thousands of dollars already on, on fantasy. So I'm just like, you know, I'm kind of good off that. Yeah. Yeah. It's none of that. I ain't never scared, man. That's how I got in the IDP. And then I was like, oh, this shit is dope. Because yeah, I was yeah. trying to one like I would curve it, but it's like oh, oh, and then motherfuckers are Yeah, I got the Marty McFly syndrome. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh what? Chicken. Nobody <laughs> calls me chicken. <laughs> and there we go. And uh that everyone in cannabis plays. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. All right. What we, what else do we got? I think we yeah, I think we I think that might be it with uh, everything that we got going on today. Um, but tomorrow, tell them about the playmakers. Shit, we're just gonna be recapping. Uh, my bad, I'm pouring a bottle. We're going to be recapping the, uh, the Smoky Bogey Invitational, the SBI, the third annual international. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we usually do like a recap right after, but I mean, it's, it's, we usually do it on Playmaker, so it's, it's fitting. We'll just do it tomorrow. Um, it'll, it'll more than likely be, yeah, nine, what have we been doing? Nine o'clock, huh? We've been doing nine o'clock? It's either been eight or nine o'clock West Coast, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, baby, here's your See, there we go. Has already got it ready. We're going to do cannabis tours that weekend. We do the draft, cultivation, dispensaries, Jerome Baker headquarters. It's going to be a whole fucking experience. It's yeah. fucking dope. You got to pay for the package deal. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, you know rich, white, rich white dudes, right? They'll pay for, like, James Bond and shit, bro. It'll be like, it'll be like 50K. And, then, you know what I'm saying? You just be like, you live like James Bond for, like, a month. You feel me? 
And I went to the uh, the Jerome Baker headquarters um, yesterday, and felt like just I felt like I was in Willy Wonka's bong factory. Like it was fucking amazing. Like I got some videos. I'm gonna chop them up, put them on uh, on social media. But uh, yeah, super fucking dope. And I mean, just, I mean, dope guys either way. Like it's all about the vibe, you know. Over there, just dope ass art, you know, everywhere. Fucking five and six foot bongs, you know, just chilling right in the showroom floor and like dab rigs that are probably fucking, you know, $5,000 pieces, you know, like super heady ass bongs, like gotta be $10,000 pieces. Uh, I show, I don't know if you saw the picture that I sent you with the crazy ass mushroom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sent, like, whoo, that was fire. <laughs> that shit was tight. Hell yeah. And we got to, uh, I mean, we didn't, we weren't there for that long while the dude was blowing. Uh, the glass, but um, we we got to meet their artist, the one who's extra special with uh, with with the glass blowing and writing on it. And he used to be a a graffiti artist back in the day, and now he's fucking graffitiing up these bongs and shit. Nigel said, "What's the difference between the San Francisco 49ers and a dollar bill?" Um, one of them got. Hell cocaine on it. <laughs> you can still get four quarters out of a dollar bill. Oh, we got um have a preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> or the Super Bowl, one of the two. <laughs> See, that one hurt. That one hurt now. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were just I thought you were just curving it, acting like you didn't remember. <laughs> No, you made me read. I, I, I be trying to block it out, and you made me rediscover it right there. That was me remembering, like, oh, oh, fuck. Okay, there was one piece of news that I, I, I guess I totally just like blacked out <laughs> of my, uh, of my mind. But the fucking punter from, uh, the punter from Buffalo, uh, Matt, I don't even know how you say his last name, Matt Ariaza or whatever the hell your name is, motherfucker. Like he's coming up on charges for like, uh raping an underage fucking girl um, back in the San Diego state days. And um, yeah, that shit's not sounding good. What a piece of shit. And yeah, like, uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, there's nothing even really to say about it. Like, I mean, she was, uh, she was 17. They're all in college and it was, it was, a, I mean, San Diego state, like, man, just, I mean, I never went to San Diego state personally, but I was always at those fucking parties. Cause it was like all those apartments and frat houses and shit that are like just right around the little area where the college is just popping every fucking night. Kids are from everywhere. Motherfuckers is drinking. I mean, it's fucked up. The story I read, I don't even want to get into it, really. Yeah. Because it's like scary. Like I got a daughter in high school. Yeah. I mean, she's only a freshman, but it is just crazy because like... You know, she's drinking, and then, you know what I mean, with a dude, and you know what I mean, and the dude just, and I think this was him, he just passed her on, like, yeah, go ahead. She and her passed out, bro. That's slimy, yeah. bro. Yeah. And motherfuckers is weak sauce anyway. There's a special place in hell for, uh, there's a special place in hell for those motherfuckers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And when they get locked, those who's are the ones that get sodomized. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, those are the, I mean... Mm -hmm. If you're the fucking, you know, the scumbag to fucking everybody in prison, like, oh, yeah, you better, I mean, mm -hmm. better, better just PC up because, uh, man, you're about to fucking get it every day. 
And then Jaws said, lights out in the Super Bowl, and they forgot where they were. <laughs> um, and Nigel, okay, he had to hit him with another super chat. Got to get under bogey skin. He said, what's the difference between the 49ers uh, fan and a baby? Um, I'm going to shoot you in the face. The baby will stop whining after a while. See, you know what's funny is like these same these same things that they, they definitely apply to them bum ass bandwagon motherfuckers. I'm a fan through and through. I'll tell you how bad how how my team could be bad. You know what I mean? That's the difference between like I mean, find me a cowboy fan, brother. They're all delusional. But he said uh, get you, but he he did want to make sure to say get your revenge in the three QB league. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't finna cry. Hey, listen, you're playing like the circle. Go play in the circus league, bro. You don't want to come over here in the IDP shit, bro. You ain't a savage, bro. <laughs> come on, yeah. Nigel. You can you do it, Nigel. Go. You can Let's do go. it. Be a savage, bro. Get in the DX league. Let's go. Savage. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, savages, bro. See, this is what I'm saying this year, bro. Strictly savages, bro. We're get, we want to get everyone to that level. We, we really want everyone. Because watch, IDP is going to be the norm. That's, that, that's in, why in I throw all these leagues, man. I'm like, I don't want to be in that league. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, need, I need some savage shit. I don't want to lose this motherfucker, like, because we're in a circus league and shit, bro. Like, you know what I mean? That's cool and everything, but you ain't going to talk shit to me and that type of shit. Plus, I'm in, like, several leagues with this one or two leagues. And my first one, they, they come in there with, uh, they, like, the bounty hunting me. I love They're it. For them. They come to the savage leagues. <laughs> And Tino said nothing but bros and military in San Diego. Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? Yeah, and Aunt, uh, Uncle Buck said, now that punter is ultimate scumbag compared to Watson. Yeah, way different. And um, I hope nobody tries to compare the two. Um, way fucking different. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, them motherfuckers are gang right there. Fuck, fuck those fools. They're going to hell. Yeah. And yeah. Hey, look, if you heard right now, if we had breaking news that all those fools died in the car crash, People were celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. And and we wouldn't even have the full story. For we sure. We don't even know. Because right now they're just guilty no matter what. Because like you just hey, listen. There's probably there's probably so many ways this thing's gonna go. Doesn't yeah. matter. You guys are pieces of shit in, in every in every version of it. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, motherfucker. I thought we weren't mentioning it on purpose. That's why no, well, you know, Gino brought it up, and I mean I I you know, like Maybe some people might think, you know, because of the way that we were uh, speaking on the, the whole Deshaun Watson case that maybe guys like us, like, wouldn't talk about this. But, like, no, guys like that are the guy like, scum of the fucking universe, man. Like, fuck that. Deshaun Watson was was looking for hookers to give it to him for free. or or And then and then when he was dead, when he found hookers, right, them – they start, they're like, they're trying to get him for his bags. And he was like, man, I'm about to get these other girls, these regular yeah. broads, and I'll give them money. And then, see, that's where he started going wrong. He And, and it's like, he, and you know what's funny is a motherfucker like him could probably be like, well, I have no time to date. No, no, you're just addicted to, to buying whores. You know what I mean? That's that's what yeah. that is. Yeah. I mean, it's a real thing. I know a guy's like that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what is the oldest, uh, you know, profession? Hookerisms? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, this ain't nothing new. He's just, I mean, the lime, the limelight is, uh, just shines bright because of social media and everything. And man, that lawsuit and as Hooker's much money, a black man, as much money as he's making, like anyone's looking for, you know, mm -hmm. any kind of thing to throw him off the press just went crazy on it. 
You know how it's non-disclosed, right? The, the amount that he settled for. Like, what if it was like a hundred M's? You yeah, know what I mean? Fuck. He man. got he got his two thirds. Uh, I'm just saying, what because what if like he what if, if that would mean like he's really into some crazy freaky shit that these bitches got him on? You know what I mean? There's no fucking way that it was a hundred like no fucking chance in hell. Like, no I, I listen, I doubt it. I think he probably paid like a hundred bands, you know what I mean? I think I mean, he, said, I, he, said, yeah, he said five for you, seven yeah. for you. Well, whatever for you. No, see, it was probably it might have been like five mil or like some shit like that. Mm. Like, see, so you're going a little heavy. I'm, I'm, I don't even think all that. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm saying I'm, like I'm really like, trying to think like like max, you know, but like max. Yeah, then like a hundred million. Yeah. So like, let's see if it was five million, and then what do they got? I mean, yeah, like two hundred bands per person. Like that's you know twenty four women. Yeah. So probably not even that much because that sounds like too much. Probably twenty bands each, if if that, huh? Here, well, I mean, lawyer, here's fifty. Get you a Birkin. I mean, the the one who's really winning, no matter what, is the lawyer because he's taking like thirty three percent, probably from like every single woman, you know. Yeah, there. he's doing it pro bono, but really, like, he gets his bag if he wins the shit. So, like, he's getting yeah. his. And now that same guy is the guy that's trying to. He's representing the guy that Alvin Kamara whipped his ass for some shit. You know what I mean? Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I hope that shit because because there was a week where I got really fixated on like oh man he's about to play shit I'm about to get Alvin Kamara and I got him in one league I'm like damn it why to get Alvin Kamara <laughs> I'm like damn it I'm stuck with this motherfucker and Chase and said, better I'm play and Chase said I'm sure you guys discussed it but Aaron Donald needs a chill pill yeah he's a savage I mean no nah, uh, hell no nah, bro he's a barbarian bro like he's playing a savage sport. That's and motherfucker's probably talking shit. And you know what he said? He said, "I beat y'all in the Super Bowl and what, bro? Shattered your dreams." <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? And it's Aaron Donald, and he literally practices with people coming at him with knives. So it's like he's ready for all the smoke, and ain't, ain't nobody even pulled out no knife on him. <laughs> uh, uh oh. Derek said he's a Cowboys fan. I think we're going to do horrible this year. CD Lamb's not a number one wide receiver to me. He's a two. And we have no line. And also, Cooper's gone. Here's the thing, man. You got to be more concerned with Tyron Smith, uh, with Tyron Smith being out on that line. I mean, he's an eight time Pro Bowler, bro. Like that line, the run game. That was the second part that he said. We have no line now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Zero line. I mean, you got, you got Smith, the rookie. He's going to have to step it up. They're gonna pick on him. All, you you're playing against uh, a Chase Young who is gonna miss some time, but eventually when he comes back, you have Chase Young there. You have the Eagles who have a, a ferocious you know uh, pass rush, for what it's worth, right? You know what I mean. I mean, then you got uh, uh, the Giants. They have Thibodeau on me. I know he's been. I'm just saying, like, they're in their division. They have pass rushing motherfuckers, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be a problemo. I'm wondering. If like it's gonna be one of those things where we just see Dak in the shotgun all the time, because then I like that. I like that for CD. You know what I mean? I like yeah. that for all the who up for Schultz. If there's pressure coming out, pressure coming fast, you know, what I mean? he's gonna get it to Schultz quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when Andrew Luck had a terrible line. He would be in the shotgun and like five step uh, drop back from the shotgun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like you know, what I mean? even seven steps. Like, just needed so, to not. They'll find a way. Yeah. And, and yeah. that year, that year, Andrew Luck had like forty tugs. It was just crazy because it was like everybody just go out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find you. You know what I mean? 
Yep. And Nigel, man, he's got all the zingers today. He said, what are the 49ers and a Chick-fil-A manager have in common? Neither one shows up to work on Sunday. <laughs> hey, hold on. What is his favorite team? You know, my team just went to the NFC Championship with Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> he said it a little bit earlier. His uh, his team is the Chicago Bears. Oh, man. Hey, listen. Okay, I, I don't know. I'm, it's a spoiler alert, okay? I've seen the future. The Bears ain't winning it this year, okay? <laughs> I don't mean – I'm going to break it to you right now. I've seen the future. They don't have a chance. Hey, you know what? I'm pretty sure we smack them week one, too. Really good. Like, you know what I mean? I think I'll even put money on it. You know what I mean? I don't even bet on my Niners, but damn, we're about to smack. We're about to smack the shit out of Justin Fields and him. <laughs> oh, it's gonna feel so good. I know you're gonna be somewhere across the pond. You're gonna be on the other side, like ah, oh, ah, oh, watching the game. Oh, it's so great. Thirteen days away. Yeah, man. Said love, guys. Looking forward to uh, the fantasy show this year. Bogey doesn't want to do the three QB league like a 49er has trouble choosing. Uh, what? <laughs> Like the Hold 49ers on. have trouble choosing one. You know what's funny is the word of the day today was savage. Like, this is behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know what I mean? And, and I have this whole new rule It's this year, man. It's strictly savages, bro. And if you're not going to – listen, you can play in the three QB Circus League, bro. You're not going to play any of these IDP ones so until that day, bro. And get your savagery – get to Savage Academy, bro. Yep, this is not, not this a crash course. This ain't a fucking you feel me? 14 a lesson is a crash course or some shit, whatever the saying is. Yeah, put it on a shirt. 14 teams. I'm excited about that one. All right. Well, we're gonna get the hell up out of here. Uh playmakers tomorrow. Um, just uh, make sure you turn the notifications on. It's either gonna be starting at eight or nine o'clock uh, west coast time. Uh, so be hitting you up at uh, either 11 or 12. And then uh, on Sunday, I'm putting the link in the description right now. Me and Bogey, if you don't know, we have a movie channel, um, a movie YouTube channel and podcast. It's called Silver Screen Breakdown. You got to go check this out. The movie uh, that we um, are releasing on YouTube is uh, the, our review. Are you feeling me yet, B? Are you feeling me yet, B? <laughs> DC. I don't think you're really feeling me, B. <laughs> you gotta watch this. Um, it's uh it's probably a little bit better in podcast form because you hear all the scenes and everything. Um, YouTube doesn't allow us to keep every scene in. But either way, it's gonna be dope. That's uh this Sunday, 9 a.m. West Coast time. The live premiere is going down. I threw the link in the chat subscribe hit the thumbs up and uh set a reminder for uh this sunday it's gonna be something dope uh to do in the morning i'm gonna be in the chat i'm gonna be watching it as well and uh it's one of my favorite movies of all time so i'm, I'm excited and mormons don't show up on sunday because that's god's day because god on sunday can't work because he's watching the 49ers. <laughs> Take, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Nigel, oh, if that is your real name. 
Uh, Uncle Buck cracking up over here. He said, you need to get the babies a fake beard so they can look like you, Bogey. <laughs> I mean, they, they look exactly like me, but just, they don't got the beard. That's real talk. <laughs> or the glasses. I think if there was the glasses yeah. and the hat, it'd be the spitting image. <laughs> oh, baby. Say bye. Say bye. Peace out. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Peace. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.